0: hey this is mateo lane
1: i'm emma willman
0: and this is inside the closet inside
1: the closet here we are we're back with another episode of inside the closet
0: first of all if you can see me i look like a pilot going nowhere i should be flying to clean my dirty dishes but it is what it is this is this is the headphones i bought for Fortnite that i use when i play with bob and yamanika and Jermaine Fowler who now plays. Really? And uh uh-huh, Jordan Rock, Jermaine Fowler, Monroe Martin, Bob the Drag Queen, my friend Nick Smith and uh Jacob Ritz, we all we all play. Those are all comedians. And Alfredo Sullivan. <laughs> well, some some are it's more yeah. Um anyways, so but Those are
1: all who's not a comedian Alf, besides the pop- Alfredo,
0: Jacob yeah. and Nick.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: Although uh, although Nick did open for us at my yes, show. Yes, yes. So the, the headphone
1: that Mateo has on is, I've tried one on Ashley's brother who plays Fortnite, has one. And there's something that happens. It's one of the ones with the microphone in front of you. I always put it in the back because I wasn't playing Fortnite, so I didn't have an excuse. I wasn't recording some. I was using it as headphones. But once you put the, that mic in front of you, it you do feel like.
0: Well, these are a little like tight. It. They actually hurt my head. It's squishing I, you. I have a big head, <laughs> but um, I do feel a little Britney Spears, like circa 1999 yes. VMA. Like, yes. I want to introduce some friends of mine. She lip synced her own talking. Okay, so I sound a little weak. Can we just explain? I, I should I explain or you explain? We are both explain. You explain, but you
1: you don't sound. You actually don't sound weak, but 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 you did the other day.
0: So. Tuesday, I was going. Tuesday, I I felt like oh, it was like really nice, and I was like oh, maybe it's like allergies or something. Like I could feel like a little something in my neck, a little something in my nose, and I was like oh well, I'll be you know whatever. Like it's allergies. I like, took an allergy pill, ibuprofen. I went about my day. And I feel
1: something. You mean like like soreness or cough? Just
0: like a little weak, and then something in the back of my throat. I was like, mm. Mm. but I I felt like you know, like right before you get sick, like you just feel like a little, like something's like off. Mm-hmm. So as the day was going on, I was feeling not sick, but not good. And then as I was going to bed, I was getting chills and I was like, well, I'm going to wake up with a fever. I have no idea what happened to me when I'm going to wake up with a fever. And I woke up with a fever, like 101.5 or whatever, like I don't know why I got I could not get out of bed. I couldn't move like I was I rarely, rarely get that sick. And usually when I'm sick, I'm like, whatever. Like and I still kinda of go about my day. Like I was sick. And I I, I messaged my I, I couldn't swallow either. My throat was in so much pain I couldn't swallow. Were you sick? <laughs> <Boys? so, laughs> and I'm so uh,
1: scared. Because this is the worst time to be sick too, because the second you feel anything, you're on high alert. Like, oh, I've got well, no
0: I already was like, I'm like, in my. I just got the antibody test, so I'll find out soon. But I'm like, I, I think I already had, I'm like 99% sure I had coronavirus. This wasn't coronavirus. This wasn't right. the same weird sensation, the weird headaches, the loss of smell. This was a, an insane amount of pain in my, mm. I couldn't swallow. It was mm. so much pain. I mm. couldn't eat. I couldn't mm. drink. Mm. And I looked in the back of my throat and I had white splotches all in the back of my throat. I'm like, this is strep. I have strep. I don't know how the fuck I get strep throat in quarantine, but I have a strep throat. Right. So I messaged, my doctor has like my, I, I I go to a place called One Medical, which is great. And they have a 24 hour treat me now. You message someone and a, a, a nurse practitioner gets back to you. So I messaged them, said, these are my symptoms. You know, They had you sort of click, and I said, no, I don't have shortness of breath. I do not have a cough. I do not have loss of sense of smell. So they wrote back this huge thing. It was obviously copy and paste. We believe you have COVID-19. We think you should oh, go get Jesus. tested, blah, 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 this and that. And I, I wrote back, and I, I knew it was like a copy-pasting room, and I said, hi, Edward, Th- these are actually my symptoms. I like, copy and pasted the, the um, WebMD of strep throat the exact why? thing why? i copy paste this is what i believe i have he wrote back we believe you should get tested for covid19 i said fuck this so they have a thing why you, are
1: they copy pasting uh, about covid19 i mean i get it i'm sure they're overwhelmed, overwhelmed. but I, I, like someone could I, be like my butt itches and they're like we believe that you have covid19 and you're like no oh,
0: you could you could have been trying to call a shoe plant right and right. accidentally got one medical and they're like you should get tested right you're So like i want a
1: pizza and they're like we think you have covid and you're like fuck
0: right and, and, and he, here's the thing I get it. You know what I mean? But like, I was very sick, but I'm also not here to like, I'm not trying to make this about myself. So I called, they have like a video thing. So I video chat. I waited like maybe like five minutes. It was pretty quick. And then a nurse practitioner got on. And once I talked to her, I was like, these are my symptoms. I believe I have strep throat. She's like, I think you should just go to a city MD. She's like, it could be like gonorrhea or chlamydia. I'm like, how would I even get gonorrhea or chlamydia? said how do you get strep throat in quarantine i was like
1: profiling your voice yeah she was gay profiling
0: she would. i mean usually she probably wouldn't be wrong right but in this case i'm like the only thing i'm shoving down my mouth is oreos right so i i was like fine so i had to force myself to go to city md which is only three avenues away and it felt like an eternity like i couldn't walk i was like really dizzy and i kept like stopping because i like couldn't, i was like a mess Sounds like the flu because that would. Be- it did it did sound like the flu but i was like it's fucking strep i'm like mm. why am i the doctor here so i go and there's this long line of people outside they won't let just you the inside people, because- exactly
1: the people you want to be around too. everyone who's sick right know. well
0: to, so to be fair they started the antibody test a lot of it was healthy people who just right. want to find out whether they got it or not but they can't have more than 4 people inside the lobby so there was like 16 people in line outside it looked like like six flags right for blood probably
1: t- it really did look like six flags so that's probably like a similar crew going same to same people yeah, yeah. yeah
0: and they for some reason they were eating um the dot dot ice cream yeah they're like
1: when did a dip and dots get here dip
0: dots it was like the fun fetti <laughs> yeah. uh, there was like you know people were wet as if right. they were in splash mountain trying to cut the, the line but there's no right yeah someone's like we bought a pass so i'm i'm waiting in line and um i finally get in i'm and also it started raining and i'm leaning oh, on a fence oh. just leaning
1: why 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 <laughs> when it rain does it pour why
0: girl and I, I get inside and i'm super nice to everybody and then there was this one girl mm. and she i almost yelled but she she behaved herself enough where she you know we've all been waiting this long night. she goes in and she goes she has her hand up like this um brushing her hair so like I just want to wait outside so can you guys just like call me when it's my turn and I wanted to stand up and throw my chair at her head and be like
1: that's what everyone was doing
0: no it's also like we all just waited 40 minutes to get in here and you're still walking in and trying to bitch every single person has a mask has a hazmat suit right everyone's been dealing with people who are actually sick You're walking in, holding your phone, brushing your hair, going, yeah, I feel like standing outside. Can you just, like, call me when it's my turn? Right. Not today. Did you also buy 80 loaves of bread last week, you fucking bitch? Right. So I almost picked up my chair and just threw it at her head. And I believe I would have gotten a standing ovation. Mm -hmm. But I just, I let it go because the... the administrative assistant yelled at her she was like she she was so new york she was just like whatever you think you want to do i don't care but if i if i call your name and you don't answer and i'm sitting here you're not going up i'm not walking outside to treat you do you not see everybody here do you not see what we're doing so go outside if you want i was like this is like new york versus new york it was like a pokemon battle but with new yorkers i it was great and then the woman she goes like this she goes she's probably like 21 she's like okay and like sits down like huffing and puffing <laughs> I was like, oh
1: she i get it now she wanted i thought she wanted the person to come out even when it was her turn to come get her like it was no, like she, a yeah she restaurant. she wanted
0: to go yeah she nah. wanted to go outside and then nah, have, no no nah, no nah, no people working there go outside open How the door call you? her name no nah, no what the I can't even imagine no, no, no. the narcissism. The no, narcissism. No, no. Yeah. So I go in, and also as a comic, it's my instinct to try and make everybody laugh. I don't. Right. I, I just. I don't know why. I just. Whoever. You want to in. diffuse
1: tension too, because also I think it's like a, a thing you get before you're even get into comedy. Like that's your inclination to be like, this is how I process this shit show
0: right and i'm so insecure i just want everybody i want them to like me the best right right. i was like i want to be their favorite you know right so this girl comes in her name is katie she was really sweet and uh she goes so what's wrong with you today and i said well i talked to my doctor and i either have strep throat or gonorrhea because i'm so popular and she was like "Mm -hmm." so um you know i'm like come on you're not gonna laugh at that right so and i tried that joke for the second doctor who came in didn't laugh either here's why
1: because they have no context for you. So for all they knew, you are 100% serious. And there's other people that could actually fit into that bracket. You know what I mean? I,
0: usually I probably would. I could come in right, and be right. like, yeah, so, girl, just give me the shot. So I, so they gave me the strep test and it came back like false, negative. Like she's like, oh, like it's not always working. So like we didn't get like an answer. But she looked at me, she's like, this is strep. You have, but she was Polish. So she was talking to me like this. I don't think it might be strep, but not strep. So I did, it could be. From the sexual partner, but I don't know. So I'm going to give you, um, are you allergic to penicillin? I'm like, <laughs> what? Yes. No. And she was like, i would give you penicillin now. And then you go and uh, you take from the CVS. And I was like, <sighs> so I took one pill there. And then I went to CVS, closed. And mm-hmm. then I was, then I'm like, great. Do I have gonorrhea or do I
1: have? Is it closed? Is it closed because of the hour it was? Or was, yeah, it, it was
0: closed? late. It was six thirty. Uh, they closed at six. So during a pandemic, maybe stay open right. a little bit. So um, anyhow, I went to my doctor the next day. It is strep throat, and I've been on antibiotics now for three days, and I feel wildly better. I am like, You
1: gotta be taking probiotics.
0: I am taking okay, probiotics. Yeah. I yeah. totally. So and I also want to thank Emma because I was very lonely and I have been alone for 50 some days, which we all have. But then I right. got super sick and I I started crying because I was like, I, I just- And you're this, in a studio apartment. I'm in a studio apartment. I'm like, this is just one of the times where for once in my life, I just want someone to take care of me. You know, I know we're not supposed to say that right now, but it just, I had a very low moment. I I was crying. So it was really sweet that you guys sent me um, a bag of soup and a protein bar and Gatorade. Yeah, I've eaten and drank all of it, and Good. it did really help me. And it made me feel like you know, at least like you know, like a hug. You know what I'm saying? Also, I'm so my glad. my mother was crying. <laughs> She's <laughs> really? so Italian. She started crying. I wish I could be there with you. Well, was, you know, and the then visual. she made me pound cake. <laughs> she sent me pound, pound cake. cake. It's Wait, fucking great. It's well, it's all wrapped up right now, but this is pound cake. Oh, baby. butter, sugar, flour. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that is why I did not record this week because I was getting my last rights. So right. this, this this Mateo I,
1: sounded so sick. I was on the phone with my we were supposed to re- when we were supposed to record, I was had therapy right before it, which might I add, the most boring therapy session of my life. Now, not that therapy is supposed to be exciting, so maybe boring is the wrong word. I didn't have anything to say to her. And I kind of uh, have oh, it yeah. for a while. So I'm kind of like and now that since it's not, we were just on the phone. I feel like I'm like hashing up old stuff that I'm kind of like.
0: You know, in you, third grade, I think, you know. Yeah.
1: I'm like, you know, or any, the thing that I'm complaining about, that it's not even really a complaint. And also I'm like, yeah, I know. I feel like I'm just saying stuff to say stuff. I don't really have anything. Else, so I'm in therapy. Right. Kind of hearing myself like, and I do. I was talking to someone where they're like people saying that we shouldn't be worried about our problems now because there's bigger stuff going on is a mixed bag. Cause our problems are still a problems. But I was like, I still don't have anything with it. So Mateo called. And then I was like, I'm in therapy and they text, like I have this really bad fever. And it just snapped me out of what I was complaining about. And I was like, Okay, something so there is something so much bigger going on. And I was like, this is like a time of <laughs> I,
0: I don't even I felt bad because I wasn't trying to be like, uh, woe is me. You know, no, you were but saying I, like I, to, about I really recording.
1: Could. So yeah, then when yes. I called and you sounded so fuck it, you sounded so, so sick. So I offered I was like, let me postmate something, and you're like, No, 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 sounding like you're like like fainting away. And I could just picture so much you being in that apart. I just can picture it so well, and then I was like, I'm gonna Postmates. And the night we got up the phone, I was like, I don't fucking know how to Postmates because I always do Uber Eats. So I was like, Ashley, can you Postmates for me? And she was like, why don't you know how to do that yet? And I was like, there's bigger problems happening right now, Mateo's ill. And she was like, okay, I'll come right up. And then she did it.
0: So- I Thank you. Yeah, and I, I I do have to say, there, the reason I think I was so upset is because even though I knew it was strep throat, I still had people telling me it was COVID-19. Oh and, and look, and it's like, it's just scary. In New York City, having that, it's, it's scary times. Of course. Um, I, I have, now here's the thing. I've been such a good Italian boy for the past month and a half we've been mm. quarantined. I have home cooked every meal. I haven't ordered out a single meal really? once. And then the yesterday two days ago, the day I woke up, from being really sick and i had even just one antibiotic and i, I could move yeah i ordered shake shack a double cheeseburger mm-hmm. with a, a milkshake with fries and i was like this is
1: amazing and it's supporting businesses you know shake shack gave back their loan the government gave them a loan and they gave it back I yes, a lot of
0: people did the lakers did they? harvard did oh. yeah a lot of people I A lot a question, of people.
1: Why were they getting the loan if they didn't need the loan? Shouldn't they check? Like, if I was going to give someone two hundred million dollars, I'd call first and be like, "Hey, just checking in that you need it." I wouldn't just send it and then them have to be like, "No, I don't need it." Because what if they didn't yeah. need it and they kept that?
0: I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I I'd, I'd by the way, I'm out. not doing it to not. I I'm not like not trying to support small business. I I um I love cooking. I'm a domesticated, you know, person, but I don't well, ever also- get the chance to be domesticated. Right. So I enjoy cooking and you know creating and making different things and, long and, it sauces and money it saves a ton of money it saves a ton I, you of know money. 22 23 was what it was for shake shack i'm like that is a week's worth of meals for me right. you know like eggs oatmeal bread pasta you know stuff like that oh, you're not so. a big
1: spender at the grocery store
0: I, I I am. I mean, my grocery store is also expensive. It's the Upper East Side. Right. Like my, I get Ely Cafe, which don't judge me. It's all I can get right now from my grocery store. It's, I it's love It's just it. a fine. No, Ely. It's an, It's a oh. type of coffee.
1: Yeah, the E-L-L-I-E? E L L I E. I L L Y. Yeah, yeah, that's what I know. What I picture. I like that shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, it's
0: good. It's for the Italians. It's fine. So, um, but it that's like seventeen bucks just for like yeah! one thing. But I'm like, you know what? I drink as oh, and I fucking made a cappuccino latte today like a cappuccino i learned how to so i um i really was like i'm missing like uh i'm really starting to miss i'm sure we all are the small things that we really enjoy that we can't get to one of them for me is i love cortados every day i go to variety cafe coffee what's a
1: cortado again
0: cortado is an equal parts espresso equal parts steamed milk so it's like a mini latte with just equal you know latte is a lot of milk cortado is even parts that is one of my favorite things. Get it, sit down, drink it. You know, they're kind of, they're like almost like the cast of Daria who works there, but I enjoy them Mm -hmm. and I haven't had it in so long. So I just Googled, how the fuck do I steam milk at home? And it was easy. You just bring it to an almost boil half and half, right? I have half and half in this case, and then get your whisk and then whisk it for like two minutes and boom, put that on your espresso. I had a perfect fucking latte today. You
1: can get a little whisker. And it's fun. I, I, I have a whisk. You have but you get an electric one, you put batteries in. I've been using that for no, I've been using that for like sometimes I'll get it to get to the bottom mm. of a smoothie thing. This is me really having time now because I used to do use <laughs> a smoothie for like one minute and like chew it. Now I'm like, let me get all the remnants. But I got one of those little like whisker things. But nice. and then Ashley has a milk steamer thing.
0: Oh, that's per see now. Look, I wish I had a better kitchen. I just bought a um food processor. Nice. And what do um, those do? Food processor is like – it looks like a flat, round blender, and you can put – Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah Like yeah, I yeah. can do my cheeses and if yes. I want to make bolognese and vegetables. Right, right. Um, I will say this is a hack. Mm. I have been – people are having trouble ordering on Amazon. Things are out of stock, and they're coming late, and da, da, da. There's a lot of stuff you can order from Best Buy. Oh. The next day. Really? I ordered, yes. I ordered a controller a professional controller from switch that would have come may 17th to June 2nd huh. on Amazon and in two days from Best Buy.com. So did my, my, um, uh, whatever that, what is it called again? I just, I can't remember the name, uh, Whisker. Food, process, food, food processor, food processor yep. that came within two days.
1: That's awesome. That, yeah, that's great. That, um, that, uh, I, we were ordering stuff from eBay or something, but food, going food shopping in the South is incredible. Everything is so inexpensive here.
0: Yeah, and good.
1: And, yeah, and good, and warm. Um, do you want to talk about? the I don't know if you saw the article or I brought it up to you about the Ellen DeGeneres, Ellen Page? Because this.
0: Yeah. Wait. What is going on? Because so we is... have two controversies we want to talk yeah. about today, and one we personally know.
1: Right. So we. So you want to do Tyler one first, and then he can join us for the Ellen Page one. Sure. We'll bring. Okay. We'll bring it in
0: Tyler. To- So Tyler Mead, everyone, is our intern uh, also in, in New York City. He's been on the podcast before. Yep. He's been with us I, almost since the beginning. Yeah. He's been a huge help to the show. Uh, so we can, Tyler, if you want to come on, I have no idea how this works with Zoom. And also hey, let Tyler. me say
1: one other thing about Tyler. I know I've said it before, but when he, he had – we got a few messages from people saying, Would, are you guys looking for an intern? With Tyler, when he did – I remember I wrote him back, and right away he was like, I'll get you my resume. We t- and then he sent the resume, and I was kind of like, oh, I mean, uh, like, I was like, he just sounded really confident and funny. He's like, this is what I'll do, this is my background, but, but, and I was like, yeah, you did, like, you're hired and well i
0: remember we were waiting for a train to go somewhere together when you told me i think i found a intern for our podcast i was like an intern. like it would never have occurred to me i was like an oh intern. yeah gotta
1: get an intern gotta get an intern and um but he he like really was like t- you know take you really seriously and that was when he was in dc and then he moved to new york
0: work so tyler how Here are he is. you is
2: quite the intro i'm good <laughs> all
1: right are you single
2: yes are you looking um i'm locked in a
0: house
1: <laughs> everybody email inside the closet podcast at gmail.com at your if you're if you're single and looking to and maybe maybe you'll be a match for tyler
0: and tyler is a homosexual for yeah. those wondering
2: <laughs> was that unclear
0: yeah. <laughs> i don't know just in case you know i had I, there was a woman who came up to me in spain a couple of months ago and she asked me if um kike and i were uh gay and i was like I, I didn't yes. even know how to answer her.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, you, you took your breath away.
0: It, like, she did that actually. Yeah. Take my breath away. That's what the song is really I mean, I, about. Like, I, yeah, I was like, like, I was like, well, I mean, do, work. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, like the most.
0: Yeah. So okay, Tyler, there was some controversy with you that I heard through my friend Nick nick smith who's been on the podcast who follows you on twitter and i i'm not on twitter anymore so i i really don't know that much about what happened but i thought it'd be interesting to give you a platform to talk about it because i'm curious to hear what happened what happened
2: yeah um that's a good question um so if i like follow drag race's instagram account which they post every so often, like, the first 10 minutes of, like, the next episode. Right. And so the episode that most recently aired was, like, they do a makeover every year. They bring a group of people under, like, a specific... Which,
0: Patty Cash. Patty was yes. on one time. Patty was um, uh, Monet's Patty? Judy. Yeah, our Patty. Oh, yeah, that's right. Patty.
1: Patty Cash is the name that, when he, she does the Patty show. Patty
0: Cash is Patty's drag name. Got but it, Patty was funny. Monet's best Judy. Best Judy mean best it. friends. And, anyways. Yes. Yeah, so
2: when Patty was on the theme of the makeover was like, these are the contestants best friends or they've done like old gay men and they've done like former military gay people. And like, it's always a fun thing to just be like, Oh, like here are these people. Like here's how we pick them. Bob season. They brought in like the cast of little women LA, Mm -hmm. I think like they did. They always have Mm -hmm. an idea behind it. And it's usually to kind of like make a point, I think at least. And this year the idea was we brought in like six drag race, Super fans, and the episode is called Super Fans. So, in the corner of this preview, it just says in big words, Super Fans. And then the shot of the Super Fans are these six women. and I thought that was kind of a funny image because I presumed they were straight, which I clearly should not have done. Wow. Um, and two of them did turn out to be gay women, which is cool. Um, but I tweeted the photo and I was like, Hey, do you guys think the target audience for Drag Race has changed at all. Just as like what I thought was just like a funny observation because I think when the show started it was I mean it was on VH1 for that first season but it was also shot in the basement of a production studio had no money and the only right. people I've heard watching it were like gay people.
0: Right.
1: Also so- whatever you you have to for the sake of like conversation and being humorous some you paint broad you paint broad strokes from a good well,
0: Also, just this out of content, like taking this aside, in general, the problem with Twitter is that sometimes you are just making what you feel is just a an honest observation about something right but people read things in their own mind with your with their own voice and not so, a negative
1: observation you weren't like oh fuck looks like it's changed and now it sucks like it's well, not well
0: uh, yeah i guess my question would be what was the response that yes, created yes, so that? because i think aquaria who's a great drag queen she won season 10, ten 9 10 um got uh, eventually got involved so i mean it These- really went from like w- like just a one tweet to like boom they got so what up ha-
1: so you tweet that
2: so i also like i think i missed a part because i was away from my phone for part of the day but so i i like followed that tweet like i thought it was just like a funny like oh how dare haha, you be thing. away
1: from your phone after you tweeted
2: right yeah. <laughs> and like like i followed it up and i was like yeah like it's cool that they're on there like i don't know like I remember on other seasons where they had like a group of all gay people. And I did say like queer people. I didn't mean like just gay dudes. Right. Oh, I was I... like, I think it would have been nice to have like a group of queer people who like maybe supported the show since season one. And they did have two women who were like that, which is pleasantly surprising because drag race isn't known for bringing on like women who are queer or mm. trans people. Like they kind of have come under some criticism for that. Um. And I was like, I just think, like, a bunch of, like, gay people who have been watching, like, since season one with their face pressed against the screen in their parents' basement would be, like, thrilled. I'm not even in that category. Like, I found out about Drag Race, like, well after it was popular. So I was just like, eh, like, it would have been fun. I also, like, I don't know. It was mostly a joke. Um, And then the reading into that was, I didn't think women should be on Drag Race at all. I don't think women should be in queer spaces i don't think queer women exist wait is this what was tweeted (laughs) at you yes along
0: now here's uh, my here's my question were you responding to these tweets
2: i was at first
1: because this is yep okay i learned easier said than done though well of course because you're like oh my god that's not what i i mean if someone says something to you like you don't think women should be in queer spaces not responding to that is that's really hard because it's it's also it's like it's not necessarily posed as some like, like, we hate Jewish people. You don't, obviously it's clear not to respond to that. But if someone's like, you don't think women should be in queer spaces, that's really hard to not be like, oh my God, yes, I do. How did you get that interpretation?
2: Yeah. And I mean, I was just like, oh no, that's like, my issue isn't that these are women on the show. I was saying like, under the banner image of like super fan, I think like representing a little bit more of like the LGBT spectrum as a whole was kind of the idea.
0: Right. Um, here, here's a here, real quick this is a problem with tweeting so general is that when you leave it up to being so general this is not just you this is me this is everybody is that it allows everyone to go in with specifics so no matter what right. you say they'll find a way to make to to correct you on it right now so if, so if people got really mad at you told you all those things and then what were your responses
2: my response was to say, like, oh, you know, like, I did mean this as a joke. My only point was, like, I, I would have liked to have seen this. I don't think it's, like, bad. I actually, like, just watched the episode before this. And it was a good episode. And all it was, it was a good episode. Like-
0: I have thoughts on some of those runway looks, but it was a very good episode.
2: Just want to issue a spoiler alert. We talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, and there are a few spoilers in the next thirty seconds. After that, we're good. So just jump ahead if you don't want anything spoiled. And thank you very much.
0: Agreed. But actually, just specifically one runway look. And is it Gigi's? No, Gigi's. I loved. I thought Gigi's remind me of this film called La Demoiselle de Rochefort, which is a French film made in the late '60s about these two twins, and they live in a small town in France. Catherine Deneuve was one of them. Anyways, it was very that to me. Um, yeah. I and I love Heidi. I did think her outfit didn't look. They didn't look like sisters to me. No. This is didn't. a spoiler. Shit. I should have said spoiler. We'll edit in spoiler. spoiler. Um yeah but but I love it and I'm glad I'm glad at the end of the episode it made me
2: same yeah. that made me very happy. So and how so, did it get to a
0: Aqu- <laughs> so how did it get to Aquaria?
2: Well yeah, we'll get there. So okay. um oh I lost my train of thought a little bit there sorry. So this, um, the, you're responding to these tweets. Right. Yeah, I was responding to these tweets basically saying like no 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 like the problem isn't that they're women like my only suggestion was like more queer people on drag race. I don't think that's like a controversial thing. And where it got out of hand and what I think the real problem was, and I only found out about this, like, later, which is why I actually did take it down, um, other people were taking that tweet and being like, yeah, and women in gay bars are
0: obnoxious. And I was, it's uh, like, no. Oh, so you were getting both. Oh, I right. see. So it was right.
2: both, and it was the people who were, so the people who were kind of responding to, like, that other mentality of, like, this harsh like no women anywhere in queer spaces thing and then like because they saw my tweet with it right thought that's where i was yeah that's not who you and want again, to mobilize. Proje-
0: bo- both sides are projecting yeah. what they think you're saying now i okay. have a question tyler if
1: it had been all like like assuming from a visual queer man would you have said anything do you think
2: um i so if it was like a group of like uh, yeah i mean i probably would have said like i it's weird that there are no like women like right. queer women in this yeah, group it's, like, it's a homo-
0: homogeneous so you're not happy with anything <laughs> well that kidding. was the
2: thing it I'm was kidding. um because they i realized like after the fact that i was like oh they only do like one gender per the makeover episode because Uh-oh. that way the idea is everyone has the same playing field oh mm-hmm. that's I think there's, too i think there's an idea that it's easier to put a woman in drag i don't know if that's true i've never. Mm-hmm done either um but that was kind of where i was like oh wait now this actually like does make a little more sense um but like they've had gay men on the show for the makeover before they've had straight men on the show for the makeover they've had straight women on the make on the show for the makeover before and like a lot of this stuff was like why didn't you like bring it up then it's like well one i wasn't on twitter then and two right. like this is it it's just it was funny to me like That was really it. It was never meant like hurt anyone. Well, that was the thing. I was like, this had like one intention. That intention got completely misinterpreted and other people used it as an excuse to be mean. And that's the part where I'm like, oh yeah, like definitely sorry for that. Did not want to encourage that. Definitely don't want it to seem like I am. So that's also part of it. Because when people saw me like defending the idea in the comments, I thought they were like, see, he does agree with those people. And it's like, no, no, I didn't know that was happening because I have notifications off for people who don't follow me so i don't see everything
0: how many oh Oh, sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead emma i was
1: gonna say it's kind of i thought of this when mateo was saying about the broad strokes because it's interesting because that is exactly true about with twitter but then in politics broad strokes actually works for the candidates because they'll say i want to make them so it can work for in your favor i want to make america great again but then they don't it's only when they get into the specifics of it that are people like hey i don't agree with that so if someone says Like, you know, we want to help the people. Then everyone projects what they think helps people onto what the person's saying instead of being... The broad strokes do work in some instances, but then when you're trying to do a joke or it's on some mediums, it does not work.
0: Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I think broad strokes work in, like, poetry, music, places where interpretation can be bent for your own personal needs because those types of things are meant to for you to project your feelings onto them
1: where comedy
0: is very specific so like if you think about the most famous comedians of all time it's you know like Richard Pryor for example it's like well he's famous because his way of thinking is at the time viewed as controversial and even now and it's so specific to him Mm. that you can't fit you're what you want on him and that's where you meet you're met with resistance right. so in, in a way if you're too broad in comedy like if you're too general it sometimes doesn't help you because right. you know it's it, it'll be like whoop, right. you know but this also in your defense tyler you're not doing stand-up you're, you're just tweeting. you're tweeting
1: how specific can you get in 140 characters
0: I can get pretty specific. Like, I wouldn't. Have... I love Mariah Carey. Right. But, but with,
1: with a tweet like that, like I, I wouldn't have read into. I mean, it's just it's that sounds sounds like a timing thing too, where people are like at home on Twitter looking to
0: fucking go. But that's the other part of it too, because I was texting Tyler's like, "Is everything okay? What is going on?" And and I, I just said, "Cause I don't tweet anymore." And it's in and, and in it, this being your first experience <laughs> with it, Tyler. You know, it it does. It's such a wildfire that you feel like every time you've put it out, you turn around, there's another fire. And it's 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 a place for wrath. It's a place for people right. to come, you know.
1: Next thing you know, Donald Trump's going to be, like, retweeting Lou, like, yeah, me and my buddy are eye to eye. And you'll be like, oh, no. Oh, no. Fuck.
2: Yeah, and I, I will say, like, one of the things that I actually found a little reassuring was, like, Twitter does, like, definitely have bubbles, obviously. Mm. And so, like, if one person had that reading of it, of this is like anti women and anti queer women, and they retweet it to everyone who's followed them and is like, I agree with this person, I like this person, I agree with their thoughts. And that person says, This is the meaning of it. All of those people then spread it to the same right, inclined people. Line, and it just. Exactly. And it was one of these things where it's like, All these people are so mad. And then I talked to one of my friends who's just a regular comic and like isn't involved in like gay world at all. And they were like, what are you talking about? Right.
0: they're like that Twitter is literally world of Warcraft. We're like, when you're in world of Warcraft, it's alive. You're playing, you're collecting money. You're going in battles. You're going in raids. You have guilds. But the second the laptop closes, it's not real.
2: But so, it's not even just that. Like even other people on Twitter just were like, what, like what's happening? Like right. who's mad at you? Cause my gay friends were texting me being like, Oh my God, I keep seeing this tweet. What's happening. Like, are you okay? <laughs> right. And then I, okay? I talked to Corinne Fisher at one point and she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I haven't seen anything. And it's like, oh yeah, Drag Race Twitter is like 40 very loud. I mean, obviously more, but like a percentage of very loud people. And it's like- But you you
0: did an issue, an apology, right?
2: Yeah, I apologize because like I said, like I don't want anything that I'm saying being used to like hurt or bully other people or like to seem like I'm co-signing that. Like that's not what I was trying to do at all. Right. And then I also, I mean, part of it is like, not a fight worth fighting like even if i was like absolutely not it's like i'm not going to like martyr myself on the internet for something that dumb because again it was a joke right it's and also it's a not learning worth
1: opportunity too like right. it's like it's yeah. like, okay now i learn. i learned from maybe because sometimes you can like learn from these things it's just that people go from whatever you said instead of being like oh you know this could get interpreted like this i don't know if this is what you meant but they go and they skip over that they skip over the next thing they skip over the next thing they skip over the next thing and then they sprint right to you think women shouldn't be in and you're like what? how did you how did well, you Well this
0: this is because of, and Gloria Steinem said which I love Gloria Steinem uh speaking of women's rights she said you are not a, you're not capable of having a a true conversation unless all of your senses are a lot, like like present <laughs> oh, fuck and that and matter. that is true because Twitter is almost none of your none of your senses. I guess sight <laughs> is involved, but you know you were reading someone else's thoughts in our and 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 it's going. It, we're translating them into our own way of thinking, right? So you know it's you know like if this happened. In, let's say you said that in life to someone, and someone said to you, "Oh, you know, Tyler, um, just like giving you a heads up. Like I I understand what you're trying to say, but you know, look out because I, people could misinterpret it as you saying." that women can't be queer or whatever. And you could have said, you know what? I never would have thought of that. And I was, I was going somewhere else and I was blindsided. Thank you. And it could have ended. But like Emma said, it, all these steps are skipped and it jumps straight to wrath. And so you're like literally in the middle of a fire and an explosion and you're like, but this isn't, you know, and also too the idea of redemption and forgiveness and, understand like if we're able to get this angry we have to be able to be able to be understanding wouldn't as well. that be
1: nice to see wouldn't that but also it's like think of what a motherfucker that would be if you said that and then someone said I th- if you're if, if just in conversation if you're at a party and you see that pop up on the screen and you're like oh looks like the demographics of that change and then someone is like is like well, you know people might interpret that you'd be like fuck like like I, me personally i'd be like oh my god like i would just have them be like oh yeah maybe it has or maybe it hasn't i don't know but like but it wouldn't, wouldn't
0: be this stuff. this yeah, explosion not at all,
1: not at all. It wouldn't yeah. be this
0: huge right so you know it 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 catches you off guard mm-hmm. and because the truth of the matter is too like drag drag race has changed and there's no one who can deny. when drag race got, look I, I, back in my day i i was 18 when drag race came out i mean i was so young and i remember hearing about it the first time on a podcast called pns explosion and because I me mean, drag race at the time was kind of a mix of project runway and top model Wasn't it and it a was logo it was on logo it was very tongue-in-cheek it was very right. you know it was um it was it, you know it was for <laughs> it was a different time right. and I remember hearing my friends talk about saying you know it's really funny because RuPaul says when they leave they says, you're gonna have to sashay away and they were all laughed like that now when they hear that we were just drunk dead in the eyes we're like mm-hmm. oh you know it's so normal but at the time it was so irreverent and so funny and so there's so many layers to her saying sashay away saying something serious of that we it was meant to be in jests but also coming from a history of drag, like there was so many elements to it. Right. So the show in itself has changed, not just like how we hear it and how, how normalized it's become in the sense of like, this is not, I mean, Vanessa Williams was on the show last night. You know what I mean? Like huge stars are on the show. So it's, it's just changed in that sense. But yes, a lot of women love drag race and go to drag con and young kids and young girls and young queer, you know, so it it has changed. So, you know, I mean, Vanessa so I, I, Williams
1: was on last night? What yeah, is she, she on, up
0: to? She was on Celebrity Drag Race. She looks amazing. Does she? <laughs> she looks amazing.
1: What the hell has she been up to?
0: Well, she's doing Celebrity Drag Race. That's something.
1: Wow, I have kind of forgot about her. You guys want to know who else looked amazing? I Corinne Fisher looks fucking amazing.
0: Oh, Corinne always looks good. Yeah, yeah.
1: but she looks amazing. And I was like, you look amazing. And she said that she's been, like, so much less stressed, not having to like run around all the time. So Same.
0: Well, man. just a real quick. So we, so Tyler, I, I feel, I want you to get the most out of this. Uh, what are your thoughts now coming out of this?
2: Um, I mean, for the most part, it's just like, be very careful and kind of what you said about forgiveness, actually, mm-hmm. it was very sweet Um, on the apology thing. This one, uh, bio queen, so she's a woman who does drag,
0: and she's a part of cis, this group. A cis woman who participates in drag. Yeah,
2: and I, I believe so, anyway. Okay. Um, but she's part of this group called Drag Coven, which has been I guess like, I
0: shouldn't have assumed that she's a cis woman, so I, there you go. I take it back. I, yeah, I was trying yeah. to be No, I, was I know trying why you assumed that,
1: because she, it's bio, so that would imply cis. I
0: think, yeah,
1: I okay. think that is the so I think that's assumption, but we could be wrong.
2: Yeah, I just, I don't, I'm not super familiar with her. I followed her after I got this, like, comment from her of just being like, hey, like, I can accept this apology. Like, just understand that, like, when a guy says things, sometimes it is used to, like, bludgeon women in this way. And, like, be careful with that. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you for that feedback. And I'm not going to stand by, like, of all again, of all things, a joke that's being used for, like, something that I don't stand by or believe in. Like, that's shitty like what yeah. was the
1: apology that you said
0: um sorry he I said fuck f- everyone
1: and how yeah. <laughs> and how long did it take you to write it was this like a pace around like run it by 20 people endeavor
2: not a time ton- so one of my friends who's a drag <laughs> queen we me and this friend had been like texting about it the morning of and like kind of laughing about it, being like oh yeah like this is funny and then she texted me like once it got to like basically the rue girls who were like what the fuck is happening Oh my god! and she was like okay it's time you take this down i'll i'll like help you out with this like i was like can i send you what i want to put out and she was like absolutely like i know exactly what's happening right now like don't worry it'll be okay and she helped me write it out that's um I'm sweet. Not, I'm, that's good i'm not going to say who it was just because no reason to drag her into it was rupaul yeah rupaul who uh, i should have just made a joke about rupaul fracking and then i would have been golden wait rupaul
0: here's my thing is like it's so yeah, funny
2: it's the like... number one joke that people are making about fracking. Right oh now. my god it's such
0: a long story wait, fracking? yeah it... <laughs> he
2: sold a bunch of land so that people could frack on it? are on you us. fucking
1: serious <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, that's more complicated than I can dive into now. I get, I buy, so, but wow.
0: Um. But, you know, it's so funny that you went through all this and everyone got so mad, but then it's like, but are those people mad when they see Lady Bunny? <laughs> like, what's the, you know, it's, uh, this is just a complete separate conversation where it's like, where do we draw the line on picking and choosing what's offensive to us? Because like, and I'm not saying Lady Bunny does Lady Bunny also might not give a shit. You know what I mean? She might just be like, fuck you. I'm almost 60. I've been doing this forever. I'm a legend. I'll say what I want. Fuck off. But like Bianca, Lady Bunny, like there's queens that made careers out of saying the, the most horrible things you could possibly say. True. And it's like, I don't know if I hear the same outrage from them or there's different circumstances based off who they are, how long they've been in the game, how they've proven them. Like, you know, it it's never quite... There's never, like a, like, a clear understanding of, like, what we accept in terms of offensive comedy and then what we do not accept and where it's coming from and who it's coming from.
2: And with Drag Race people, like, again, I can... not I'm not painting with, like, complete broad strokes, but, like, I can take some of, like, the crazy, angry stuff with a grain of salt mm-hmm. because it's like, look, the same people who are, like, telling me I should be stoned in public like for an audience and calling me the n-word like exactly Wait, are you serious
1: people were saying people were going that
0: far
2: oh yeah i I have a dm from like stone in public cartoon yeah with like a cartoon character as their avatar i'm sure it's like some 14 year old white girl in the suburbs like wow and like the wow so this is the thing like insane reaction but like some of these fans are also the ones who like send death threats to the contestants on the show sure
0: like, but I know. also send death threats to, yeah, to, to, um, oh, contestants. Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant the mental
1: health is something to be taken like, very seriously.
0: Well, no, there's a lot of rude girls. Like, Tyler's right. Yeah. There's a lot of rude girls who don't work anymore because of the amount of hate and they don't like, wow. they, they quit social media, they quit their tours. They quit, you know, it's like they don't want to drag anymore. It's too painful. Like, and, it's crazy Like how how we can, how things like Twitter and, and these like kind of like uh fan universes. Now that's not every drag race fan. We're all drag race fans. We're right. not like that. That's a small percentage I would say, but you know, it can get unhinged, you know, like making death, death threats to Naomi smalls because she, because of all stars, like, We've lost that, our minds.
1: That is, see, so I don't want. I've still have never seen a full episode of Drag Race, but I. Oh my really god, Emma, you've got it's such a good show. I watched all of too hot to handle or too hot to quit or whatever the fuck that show was. If
0: you're Tyler, if you're going to make a recommendation on what season to start with, what would you say?
2: I I'm always inclined to say four because that's where I started, but five is probably the best
0: option because it's I would the best say one. Five, yeah, start with five. Four is an amazing season.
2: I just love Lilla something about five Sharon. is like
0: they just. it it, it worked if finally, like it's like the Simpsons season five What it was season like-
1: was bianca del Rio
0: six. six six
1: okay, so Ashley's friend Jimmy, so I've heard people talk about Rupaul's dragways like a lot you know her friend Jimmy was the first person that he like i through him I watched one of i watched the her making the dress in the
2: oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was exactly fucking amazing. He was like,
1: "You got to see this woman make a dress," and I was
2: like, "It was the what? Bob
0: Mackey episode, right, where they had to have three looks, and one of the looks is the one they had to make." But they I had know, to do a Bianca- lot of sewing challenges in that episode. I don't think it was Bianca- a that challenge. season.
2: Bianca does a live act where on stage she plays one song, and over it. the course of that song, she dr- she makes the one dress that everyone that was, was like it. made fun of her for on her. The mermaid. They like- yeah, they were like, "You only make one dress," and she makes it over the course of a song changes puts it on and she just goes and i still won the fucking show you assholes
1: (laughs) it was amazing because i was like how is she gonna make this interesting and then i was like oh it was so real because it was so not over the top and it was it's like a sincere incredible thing with nuanced detail to be doing that isn't blown out so that juxtaposition with that and most of a lot of drag which is over the top was just interesting and eye-catching and i still don't think i'm gonna watch the show
2: though she's also like so crazy talented like i was in new orleans for college when she got on the show and she's really? originally from there. Yeah. Yeah, he knew her. That's
1: why he was showing, having me watch it. He knew her. He knew the person, he knew the person yeah. behind her.
2: And everyone from New Orleans who they all remembered Bianca because they were like, "Oh my god, they're putting him on the show like <laughs> this is going to be so fast." Like cuz everyone was like no one's going to be able to like really fuck with him and the, like his feedback throughout the entire show was like well, he's been really nice to the other contestants because he doesn't really think of them as competition. Uh,
0: hey, but I will amen. say, this, I, I will say this about Bianca, and then I want to get to the to the Ellen Ellen Page thing. But Bianca, when you watch her season, yes, she's super polished and she's very smart and she knows it. But she really not because she was belittling them, but like. Yes, she made funny comments, but like with there's certain scenes with like Adore or Trinity where she really went out of her way to help them, yeah. show them. And, and and I think as kind of a lesson to the other girls to say it doesn't all have to like I'm not all fun and jokes, like I really am here to like to to this is to, to better all of us, really in a way. And because she was so good, it forced everyone else to get on her level. I mean I think that's a huge I, lesson. Was, yeah, huge. she was she was amazing. She was amazing in her to season not think for about every reason.
1: As competition helps you, helps them, and it shows self respect. Mateo, when you said adore, man, I've been waiting to hear that name for like six no five years.
0: Adore Delano.
1: Yes, I couldn't remember. Have you ever had something where you're like, what's the name of that person you can't remember? That's the name. I like, I I did a show with her, man. Really? Whoa, like five fucking years ago. It was a huge show. It was like um. The guy from Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy Schmidt,
0: Titus? MC'd
1: it. Titus Burgess, I
0: MC'd love. He was really nice.
1: That was the one that Ashanti, the singer, was at.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: but but this is what happened. No one. So I went on, and it was really fun. And then a door went on two people later, and it was one of the most riveting. I it she brought the house down. It was incredible.
0: I think the door is the most besides Rue. And Bianca, I think Bianca and Adora was, are the top most followed girls on RuPaul's When Day. I say
1: she brought, so as a performer, as I'm watching this, I'm like, this is incredible. As a performer, I went, because we're, this is first part of the show. I right. went and the show, I said, right now, this, we we're watching a comedy show. I said, show's over. Who's following her? Right. Said, the show's over. And, like, you and know, then, she
0: was on American Idol.
1: Yes. I just heard people Years talking ago. about that.
0: Yeah, she was on American Idol. I remember, I remember him on American Idol. People years couldn't years. follow her. The person yeah, she, that went a, after her alleged, couldn't amazing.
1: Couldn't she the person was after was another direct and couldn't follow her. And I remember I was like, oh, they could they couldn't follow her because of she was that good. And then the person on stage blamed the backup dancers. They go, oh, I'm sorry, my backup dancers aren't as good as I'm used to. And I was Where
0: like, Where are my backup Ooh. singers? this Christmas. All right. What is going on with ellen tyler maybe you can help too i by the way i've just been Lots so going on with her i i she's getting a lot of there's a lot going on with ellen and i just want a sort of clearer vision of what's happening
2: i i just want to make sure i heard right did you say ellen and then ellen page or well,
0: ellen page? well emma had an ellen page story about ellen yes. i don't know any of this so i'm sort I of like right.
1: so ellen has been in the news a lot right and it's been in the entertainment business, there's been a bubble of she's hard to work with, she's hard to work with, up to she's a tyrant, up to she's great. But, but separate from any of that, I was reading this article and it's always really hard. It's just hard to say who, who knows if you're not there. And it's like you have to take things where it's like, okay, but the industry is also really sexist and homophobic and who knows what's what there okay, there was this article on The Advocate saying Ellen Page should replace Ellen because for whatever reason, Ellen Page should take over all of Ellen's stuff and 7,000 people signed it. And the reason I was like, that's so fucking offensive because what Ellen does take everything out of it. I don't know any about that other stuff. What Ellen does is so hard and she's Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen Page is a great actress. What Ellen does as a host is so hard. Hosting a show and doing a monologue and keeping the energy and engaging all those fucking guests and establishing like what she does is so hard to say. Ellen page should swap out of that. You think an actress can swap out and do you think anyone can do what Ellen does the way that she does that? No motherfucker. You're confused.
0: Well, outside of Ellen and Ellen, Wendy Williams would always say the reason why her show was a success is because a lot of times you get actresses, um, uh, TV personalities report whoever right trying to do these talk shows and they fail and Wendy says what we do is not easy and the it gift of hard. gab is a very difficult thing also yes. to you know I, I the only thing I saw was th- that and I don't know if this is right. So please forgive me that she wasn't paying her staff during yeah, that was so quarantine.
1: Oh my God.
0: Okay. Well that, that you know, the, and if she's getting paid, I mean, okay. I, so fucked I up. can, I can agree with the, the oh, I agree with that hundred
1: percent. That was like
0: the outcry. Yeah. Um, people saying that she's not easy to work with. I kind of go 50, 50 on this because I, I have a devil's advocate point of view. And I want to know if you're interested in what I have to say. You want to hear it. Now, I'm not saying this is what I believe 100%. This is just when I'm thinking about it in all angles. My thought process is it's not her job to be nice. Mm. Her job is to do her job. She's the head and CEO of a multi million dollar corporation. With her face. And her on. job is to be nice when those lights go on. Yeah. And outside of that, if she's not physically abusing people, hurting people, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera, her job is to be nice when she's supposed to be nice. Now, right. Ellen DeGeneres, let's, and I'm not saying this is an excuse, but let's, I I always try and look at like, how did we get here? Right. Right molested as a child, kicked out of her home when she said she was gay. Her girlfriend died right before she started doing comedy when she was living in a flea-infested basement. She was a woman in the 80s going on the road in comedy. That's hard now. Imagine being a woman and being closeted. And when you come out of the closet, you're hated by everyone. You lose your job. You can't get anything. You lose your girlfriend. You lose everything you've ever worked for for just being yourself. You've given millions and millions and millions of dollars to the lgbtqi world and her bravery is allowing us three to have this conversation sure. in so many ways right now and for us to get on stage and talk about yeah. our uh, be, saying we're gay without it being a problem we having to hide ourselves not that other people didn't do this but i'm saying ellen was obviously a huge help and helped us move leaps right. and bounds and finally when she gets her way back to the top do you think she got there by being sweet and nice, or she had to be a tyrant? And the amount in of many, In many ways, most men are and, to, right. to get there. Now, okay, she's not nice to you. She's cold. She's mean. Yeah, that sucks. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but it, could, can we start to understand at, at some point, you know, why she would be the way she is? I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm just saying, can we start to get an understanding of?
1: I think it's maybe where she's coming from, and people are confusing the expectation of seeing her on her show with the juxtaposition of maybe what she's like is kind of maybe right, blaming it.
0: Actresses, I don't sure. actually think that Meryl Streep is, you know, Miranda Priestley. Right. I understand but. that she's. I understand that when she's doing her job and she's clocking in, she's playing. A character and right. you know yes i understand ellen's a comedian she's not an actress but in a sense she's she's branded herself and is playing a character so when the lights go on she turns into ellen because why do you that's think this is what, happening
1: now is it is it all is it's it's spearheaded by i mean that was really wrong to not be paying the staff to that's not be awful communicating with I the it's, staff. i think yeah, it's that, that's absolutely that's, terrible i also with such a big operation that she has is she in charge of their payroll no I I mean, she, the levels of conversations that she's having. But
0: she, she can say. She can say. And the second that's out, I mean. She could take money out of her, you know, come on. Of of
1: course, there's, there's no reason there, there's no, there's like, I mean, that's really, really, really crazy. But is that why this is all happening now? Because of By the way,
0: this is allegedly, we don't have any actual proof that this is going on. So this is all like an alleged conversation. A lot
1: of people from her staff came out with saying that. Right. But is that why it is right now that she, that people are so mad at her?
2: I think it's just been building over the past few years because, right. like, there's the George Bush thing. Right. There's all this talk about she's difficult to work with. Like, it it hasn't been like a good last couple of years for like the public persona of Ellen. Mm-hmm. Right. But Maybe. I mean, I, I get what Mateo's saying, and I also like I've seen the puppy episode. Like, what was the puppy <laughs> episode? Yeah, I wish she yeah, the episode she where she comes cries. out on her oh. on her sitcom and puppy. it got one more season. And that whole season got branded of... Oh, I thought
0: you were talking from- about when she cried about the dog on her show, her talk show. Oh, no.
2: oh, no, no, no. I mean, Sorry. like, the episode where she came out. Oh, yes, after yes. that episode and every episode forward and, like, in all of the reruns, it said, like, this show contains inappropriate content that isn't suitable for children. Oh, my God. Because she was a lesbian. Wow. And-
0: she got death threats. She got hate mail. She got fired. She lost everything. She was, you know, Oprah did... Uh, because Oprah was a part of the show, um, and Laura and Dern watch, lost a lot. Laura of Dern work lost a lot of work. If you watch the Oprah interview with Ellen during that time, the way that the people in the audience are talking to Ellen, it is as if she walked into traffic, murdered a hundred people, really? and then walked away. I mean, they're like, "You're disgusting, and you're filth, and how do I explain you to my child? And you're ruining." And it's like, you know, so you, you have to remember, like, with Ellen's show take aside her attitude and being difficult to work with. She she normalized being queer in so many ways. And how brought, did
1: Oprah react
0: when and, this was happening? Um but I'm but I'm let me Oprah just finish my thought. Yeah, yeah. It's just that she normal not normalized that's the wrong word, but like you know what I'm saying. She she made being queer not scary and made it something that was um I, I believe me going on stage and saying I'm gay and having people um enjoy what I'm saying without feeling threatened is because Ellen is because I think normalize is a good word uh, yeah I mean I think Ellen was able to get in the homes of families and people and people say oh you know what all those uh pre-existing like the pre-existing notions I had in my head of what I thought a queer person was or a lesbian or gay people I was wrong you know look she can sit down with Jennifer Lopez and she can sit down with Madonna and she can sit down with the sports stars and, and and obama and um ever and and, you know
1: funny she, that's how good of a she's comedian funny is and, and, and likable she, she didn't have to come out she could you know how successful she could have been without coming out too with that amount with those jokes with those know, jokes a, and that likability she's,
0: she's a brilliant joke writer so you know for me it's like i i try to acknowledge that which sh- uh, look uh, she's horrible to work with that's what everyone's saying i i don't not believe them and i have she, heard from one she, person
1: she wasn't horrible to work with too one person she, that works with
0: her too Right. She should be paying her staff. But that being said, we can't forget like we have to remember like she did so much. She did yeah, so much tricky... and put her life on the line. Right. Uh when she didn't have to. She had the sitcom deal, the book deal, the tour that the HBO, the you know, she had everything and she was I mean, destroyed. So I I will always have a soft spot in my heart for Ellen because I I can't not I can't look she really Paved the way.
1: To paint a picture of it too, like I can't stomach watching any Woody Allen stuff. Like, that's different because there's always that talk of separating the performer from their personal life. I'm like, when it comes to stuff that I interpret as hurting people, like what I Woody Allen or whoever that director was. What's the director that was like living in Italy? Who? Oh,
0: France. Um, France. Roman Roman
2: Plansky. Roman yes. Polanski. I'm not you.
1: into that. Like that, I'm not down to separate the performer from their thing with that in those regards because I'm like, no, that's a totally separate thing than being. Being awful or being some degree of hard to work with is totally different than. So I'm not saying I also th- I agree with I agree with Mateo and everything about Ellen, and also just to paint the context for it that and it's also not like I'm like someone like oh we always need to separate the performer from the craft.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I think you know I think at the end of the day I think we're all shocked and disappointed that she's not exactly who she is in right. on the TV show that she is in real life, and it's like but you're Ellen you're supposed to be like the nicest nice and this and right. that yeah. You know, By the way, at the same time, people revere Anna Wintour for being difficult Mm, and for being cold and for being harsh and for being, um, you know, and I'm not not saying that we should be comparing these, but I'm just thinking of a particular female uh, who- There's a book coming out about Anna Wintour. Books and movies and this, and it's like having Anna Wintour saying something snappy or like being cold. We're like, yes, work, bitch. She's tough. She's, you know, so it's like- you know, Streisand is the same way. And Streisand was ridiculed for her whole career. You're difficult. You're this, you're that. And she says, I am. Yeah. She goes, well, she didn't say she's difficult. She goes, I'm a perfectionist. But right. she, she like goes, I get am. It I, right. She's like, but I, I do, you know, Maria, Maria Callis, they interviewed her and said, uh, we hear you have tantrums and you're difficult and that you yell. And she goes, yes. And they go, it's true. She goes, yes. She yeah. goes, if we were going to get a performance going and we had eight days, you have to whip them with your energy to get people into shape right so that you, otherwise we wouldn't have had a show right and i thought yeah okay you know right. and guess what maria Callas is being talked about still right well, just by me but you know anna so I, i'm trying to like wrap my mind around the fact that it's like i'm trying to look at both sides Does right. that makes sense of course anna winter's um former assistant is the
1: one coming out with the book it's not out yet but it's supposed to be about basically he's like yeah she's bad but like too bad
2: like he's he's a stanley tucci character in devil wears prada wait what if yes. she's bad too bad
1: it's not a, the book is like supposed to be like a scathing um it is
2: like a tell-all of like anna wintour's like personal life and like how badly she treats the people close to like they did a there was a big interview that kind of went viral and at some point in the interview, the dude, the quote the dude had is just like, "I just hope to God she finds a way to apologize to me before I die." Damn.
0: Uh, how about nobody? you send nobody? me this interview? That sounds great. Yep. I'll read that book. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's called, <laughs> it's called the Chiffon Trenches.
2: Wait, is the it Chipon out? The Chiffon Trenches. That's it
0: comes such out in a September. Okay.
2: Oh, um, of course it comes out in September.
0: Of course <laughs> she's not going to fucking so apologize. Funny for the September issue. By the way, I'm not apologizing for her behavior either. I'm just saying right. they've made a movie praising the sort of right. snarkiness of what Anna right. Wintour's essence right. is with Meryl Streep. So, uh, and they wrote a book, you know, that was a product. Right. So, you know, I, I don't know the full story on Ellen. I think it's a shame, like everybody else. But, hey, let's also take a step back right. and remember, too, what Ellen has done. And I hope that Ellen does the same and takes a sure. step back and reflects and thinks, I've done all this great stuff, you know, maybe I could be a little nicer.
2: Right, also, the, yeah. Do you guys know who originally got uh, offered the Yup, I'm Gay cover in Time that Ellen did? No. Lily Tomlin. Oh, oh. really? It was, it was like a known thing among everyone she worked, for, worked with that she was gay, but she wasn't publicly out. Her wife, Her now wife is the one who wrote The Search for Intelligent Life in the Universe. And she won a Tony for it.
1: Holy and shit, I didn't know she was gay. You didn't know Lily Tomlin was
0: gay? No.
2: What? No. <laughs> yes. Wow. They, I mean, they went to her before, like, it was years before Ellen. It wasn't like either you or Ellen. It was like, it was an idea wow. time had had for a while. And they went to Lily Tomlin and they said, Do you want to do this? And she said, No, I won't have a career anymore. Which, yeah, I get that. Kind of what Mateo's saying, like, I don't fault Lily Tomlin for Not saying, at like, all. No, I'd like to keep working. You
0: have to remember, too, this is like 96 or something. People tend to look at history with the mentality of now, right? We we look at it with like our eyes of 2020. You have to remember in 1996, I remember, or 97 or something, I remember being a kid, knowing I was gay, watching the show thinking, and I think a lot of gay people were watching, too, thinking, oh, my God, she's doing it let's see how this is for her and when we saw the reaction i remember being even more scared mm, to come out mm. of the closet because of how she was just it was almost as if she was they were trying to erase ellen mm. just because she's gay mm. and i remember being terrified for her and uh it, you know you have to remember too like at that time when you were in the closet People were in the closet, right? They were in the closet. They that was, it was because we were trying. Yeah. It's because, you know, that term comes from people probably trying to protect themselves and trying to keep themselves safe from violence.
1: I can't believe you want to hear another Lily Tomlin fun fact, even though you guys knew the gay one, (laughs) but did you know about this?
0: Did you know about this? I'm sure I'm sure we did.
1: Oh, but did you know about that? She moved, she relocated to Michigan from Kentucky
0: First let me just say I Kentucky? love that you, you dropped that. Like you knew the that you met an alien.
1: I mean, I'm surprised.
0: Good. That's, that's what incredible. blew you away.
1: Yes, I mean that she went from Kentucky. one state to another. That she was formed in Kentucky is incredible. I think I bet. Like, look, I'm all about. Oh,
2: I think I understand what you mean.
1: Yeah, I'm not that she moved. Not like, oh my god, she was able to move not state to state. I mean. Not like wow, she could pack her bags. No, I mean that she <laughs> from Kentucky is fucking incredible.
2: Yeah, and still came up with this kind of like the yeah, attitude she's so she had
1: to me.
0: She, she feels I'm very so cool. bohemian, East Village, sixties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure she was. I mean, I don't know. Right. So many different artists came from that time. Do you know that Barbara Streisand and Joan Rivers did a play together before they were famous on no. the third? On the yeah, on the third story of an apartment, and Joan that with the they didn't have enough boys in the place, so Joan said, "Let's make them lesbians," and they had a kissing scene.
1: Wow! How about that? How about that? Imagine getting your little mitts on that. Some footage. Well, I from watched
0: that. a I watched an interview with Joan Rivers recently where she was saying she's like, you know. I remember those days cause it was her and Pryor and, and all these, you know, all these, I mean, sure. Bill, Bill Cosby. <laughs> right. Um, but th- that was like the crew in the the village at the time. And Streisand was Streisand was one of them. And she said, I saw her at a party, uh, a couple months ago. And her and I sat in the corner and just went over like, do you remember those days? And wow. talked about like, All the the plays they did and the gigs they did because remember Barbara was opening for Phyllis Diller, so music and comedy went hand in hand. hand. Yeah, music and comedy went hand in hand back then, where you would have a singer come out and then you have the comedian or vice versa. Right. So Barbara opened for Phyllis Diller, so you know Barbara was working with Woody Allen and and um, all those comics back then who were working in the Village at the time, and Joan Rivers was one of them.
1: Wouldn't that have been a fun show to see?
0: I mean, oh can God. you imagine paying for a ticket to go to a show in the village to watch Barbara Streisand and then Phyllis Diller? I
2: and mean, then how much money do you think you even had to pay to see that? Like at the right. time? Probably like-, like
0: 10 bucks or something. Yeah, they'll pay Less you. Less than that, you know? They'll pay I mean, you. Who knows? It's 1960s. So it... You don't can't see a live
2: podcast recording for that much money. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, we charge more.
0: We charge thousands, <laughs> thousands of dollars. Um all right. do, you think us, I, do you think I said anything that's gonna get me canceled on this episode? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm not all. a good not judge
2: not... of this, clearly. <laughs>
0: no, I don't think so at all. <laughs> I think we're just trying to look at all aspects. Gotta look at the different what's angles going on. All the yeah. different angles. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, it's been a long episode. You guys got yeah, a good one. One one hour and eight minutes. Usually we ooh, go about ooh. 40. That's good. All right. Tyler, Tyler, do you have anything for- you want to plug, even though we have no Nothing. And thank
1: you for sharing with us the story.
2: Yeah, no problem. Um, I don't have anything to plug. I your Twitter can't do shows either. Oh yeah. Um, Are you going to keep tweeting? I mean, I have been, and it's just fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I like. I do. I do understand to a certain degree. Like, I'm kind of a loud, opinionated Jew, so that's not always like the most easy, easily digestible thing. But it's like. Sorry, guys. Like, didn't mean to. Say what kind of wild opinionated Jew
1: things are you? Say, I'm just qu- quoting back how he described himself. What kind yeah. of wild <laughs> opinionated? Needed- no, no, that's <laughs> actually
2: what Emma has me saved in, in
0: her
1: poem. Yeah, wild um. opinionated Jew.
0: By the way, did you see the BuzzFeed <laughs> thing at like Jewish mothers try each other's Jewish mothers briskets?
1: Oh, that's hilarious.
0: It's so funny.
1: That's hilarious.
2: They're, they've done a few of those, and they're
0: so funny. I'm sure I, they I, have an Italian one. No, they don't. I looked, and I'm oh, like, really? I want, no. I want that brisket. I want, I've never had brisket before. Oh, it's I yummy, yummy. I've never had brisket. Really? No. I've, I've even had, had brisket. It. We made it like a week ago. Oh, I've never had it. And I went to... forever. If yeah, you guys
1: have... are watching the video, I'm showing Bowie. Do you guys see?
0: Yes. Thank you. Um,
2: my mom follows you on Instagram and really likes Bowie. Isn't he cute? Yes, he's, he's really, really cute. i well, sorry if she follows me, me
0: on Instagram. She does. <laughs>
1: Boys cute. Bowie's been on a diet. He gained weight, at a, which is alarming when you see a dog gain weight because all of a sudden it was just like, and he was like chubby.
0: Well, is- you guys, this was a fun episode. Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Thank you, guys.
0: Thanks, guys. Like, click, and subscribe. Yes, rate Please. and review.
1: Rate and review. Rate and review.